Yeah, that's right. Flula, milkman, party times! Live from San Luis Obispo. That's right, you are listening that to Hurricane loud. and Scroggs. I am JD Scroggin. He is the Hurricane, but you can call him Owen Maine. Owen, what's happening, pal? That was a loud intro. You could probably be like 10 feet away from the mic and it Live. would still. It would still like. Okay, how does it sound? Live! That doesn't sound as good as like it's not as loud. You don't get the the tones. Yeah. yeah. So the the dulcet tones. Obispo. That's, That's what it. I'm really trying it's to hit just, hard. It's just a rectangle. I want everyone my, to know what Obispo is. On the thing that that records the the sound, it's just a rectangle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, You've it, said that before. Yeah, it just it just dominates. Have you get been getting negative feedback about this or something? No, I'm you just, bring I'm it up every time. Communicating. Like I'm, am I am I hurting the microphone somehow? Maybe. No, I don't think so. Um, is the microphone going to blow up? Happy Thursday. Yes. How it's you doing? Just a Gunny day in a Tascadero. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to talk about that or not, yeah, but no, I, I had to get it out. Yeah. Hopefully everybody's okay out there in Tascadero. We had some shots fired. The schools were locked down, but looks like it's been lifted according to SanLuisObispo.com. Not our slow news day today, although we will have one, and it will be San Luis Obispo related, not just the county, but the city of San Luis Obispo related. We have a recommendation by Owen of a specific podcast that is not on this network, although I will say I've done a couple of like uh, solo podcasts, so if you want to listen to that. There are other podcasts on the fansmanship.com podcast network. It's the actual fansmanship podcast. I don't know who would really want to listen to that, but... uh, but yeah, check it out if you want to. I, they're super short. They're like 15, 20 minutes. And um, usually I'm talking about one or two topics. I did one where I talked about the PGA and some social media stuff. And I did one actually that'll be coming out. I think it'll already be out by the time this this comes out. Yeah. Um, if you like social media and golf or just social media itself and or, you don't like media, golf. Or media. If, if you're interested in how media works, I think. Then, then that's a podcast to yeah. listen to. Well, even on. if you don't like, you don't have to like golf to listen to that podcast. That's correct. But you have to like, you kind of have to like social media, or just which media. I do, or just media, because that's kind of my job as an interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, sure. I liked it. Good. So we'll talk about that. Um, and G- we are in the fansmanship.com podcast network studios. We are the once again palatial. But next time. I, and I'm enforcing this. Next time you got to yeah. come to I was, the, the Scroggs Studios. If if you wouldn't have come down here today, I probably would have come up there this weekend. So, well, but I'm going out of town for Memorial Day. Okay, well, there you go. We'll have to uh, we'll have to do that. That in, wouldn't have worked. Weekend, would yeah. you would you just called me up on Saturday afternoon? And be like, hey, what's up? Let's podcast. No, I mean, I and I'd have been like, oh, I'm out of town. Sorry, because we were communicating about tonight, and I would have I would True. have pushed it. I would have tried to push it to this weekend if if tonight okay. wasn't available. Um, so we'll, we also have a what's crapping in, which uh, I haven't heard yet, but you're very excited to tell me about. Oh it. yes, it, this is like just, the reason what's just, crapping in exists. It just one. broke today, if yes. you will. Uh-huh. Um, so that breaking news, breaking wind news yeah so uh so let's start you know you you had a comment to me a few minutes ago jd that i thought was a really interesting thing to start with and it was about the way that people both consume and then post consume movies these days um and and movies and and what did you describe them as um uh what 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 type genre of films. genre films okay yeah. good, good that so, would include you know like sci-fi with sci-fi um fantasy superhero right um, that kind of stuff so genre films horror that are, right that are kind of just out of somebody's head totally like that that, that kind of are, are meant to would you say genre films are meant to kind of take you out of reality in a way that that there's something about a genre film that 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 removes people from reality in some way. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of them are fantastical. Fantastical. Yeah, there sure. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, so what, what were you telling me about genre films? I, I, I want to get into this. <laughs> well, it, did, it wasn't necessarily about genre films, but that's the kind of movie news how, that I pay how attention people, to. How people consume genre films. I think. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. yeah. There's like this trend now where every time it seems like a sci-fi movie or a superhero movie or fantasy movie comes out, the geek, you know, contingent looks at it and for some reason there's always this gauge lately. trying to determine lately it's, it's within the past couple months i feel like 
it's always try- there's this group that's always trying to determine how feminist the movie is and if it's not feminist enough to suit them there's like outrage and outcry and and there's like this movie doesn't isn't doesn't isn't up to the standards of feminism and that seems like a new thing to me like everything's beginning yeah. judged through this feminism glass yeah i think you know part of that is definitely just kind of like what's what's the hot way that we're looking at something now you know with with the way that we consume things, we can't just, uh, how do I say it? It's not popular to just consume things for the sake of consuming them and saying they were awesome. Right. Anymore. They're they're No, now we have to say that was awesome, but what do the women characters do? And if they didn't do what I wanted them to do, then that whole movie stinks. And this podcast is on a, is on a blog. So like, let's, let's be real. Part of it is because people need stuff to write about. And so they nitpick and like people need stuff to talk about because there's content that drives everything. And so um, I think one of the reasons is that I think the other reason is that everybody can write about everything because there's social media. We just talked about how we have, you know, mutual interest in social media and media in general. You got to fill that somehow. It's why first take is popular for sports, even though it's the, you know, the worst thing ever in terms of like a, an actual thing to learn anything from, right. It's a show to learn anything from. Um, it's why, um, you know, it's, it's, it's why people yelling at each other gets high ratings nowadays. And this is just kind of another form of that or, or a, uh, an evolution of that, I think. And that when you have something that everybody has seen now, it's a forum to say something contrarian about, or maybe something true. I mean, in some cases like, you know, uh, or, 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 or worth saying. So like the stuff about, uh, Black Widow, right? And, you know, it's, it's like an interesting example of this, right? Where, where everybody's talking about it. But uh, worthy or not, it's definitely that kind of a lens that people are getting used to looking at things through. And I would argue that in three or four or five years, um, you know, there, there will be other lenses that people look through and, and will say, remember when we used to look at things through that lens? That was kind yeah. of interesting. It just seems so bizarre to me. It's, because It's very it's cyclical, like, I guess, is what I'm saying. It, nobody ever looks at the romantic comedy and goes like, oh, the guy character wasn't up to snuff. Like he wasn't, he wasn't manly enough for me. Or the, so or, like, or the female character wasn't feminist enough. You know, I that mean, right? Too. Yeah. And and part of it, I realize, is a full disclosure here. We're two white guys. I'm half Mexican, but we're both two white guys. So this is where the the, the opinion is coming from. Just be like clear. To, there. I'd like to check the the um the do not care to disclose box. <laughs> but even so, what I'm saying is like that part of it is because these movies that I'm talking about, a lot of them are like the $1 billion movies that everyone's going to men are going to women are going to everyone's going to them. But it, it just seems really odd to me that we're in this culture now. And I, I went through, I went around and around with a couple people on Facebook about this. We're in this culture now where this movie comes out, this fantasy movie comes out and everyone's judging whether the women characters are, are you know strong enough strong or like enough what's or, their or if there's any kind of sexism at all equality, in the way equality in the way that they're presented yeah they have yeah. to be presented exactly the same way as the men are presented or else it's sexist but then we but then on the other hand the same people will turn around and see did you see that baseball uh the baseball game with the old lady dropped a fly ball in the outfield and then some guy came over and, and picked it up off the ground and took it from her no Oh, you did not see no, this. No, I missed that one. Okay, let me let me set the scene for you. It's an older lady. She's probably in her like you know, late fifties, early sixties, I would guess. She's sitting in the front row in the outfield at a baseball game. Someone hits a homer, goes right to her. She has a glove. She puts her glove out. The ball hits the glove uh-huh. and bounces out onto the right. uh, over a railing and, guy, and in front of her. And some guy stole it. So when she, so then she gets up to try and get the ball. On her right, there's another guy. On her left, there's another guy. But they're both kind of behind her, and they're not close enough to really go around her to get it. So they kind of half-heartedly like they're going to go for it, but then they realize there's no way they can get it. Sure. And it's an old lady. Then, from off camera, like totally off, like we don't know where this guy's coming from, some guy runs in, bends down really quickly, gets the ball, shields her a little bit with his shoulder. Shoulder shimmy? He didn't really shimmy. But I watched. He was, he was prepared for a shimmy. Okay, had but she I, had she wanted to come in hot, he was prepared for a shimmy. Kind of. He okay. w- he was using his body well. You know, like in basketball, yeah. when you body positioning, yeah. uh-huh. you, you protect the ball. Sure. That's what he was doing. Uh-huh. He didn't shove her. He didn't hit her. They they barely touched. But he reached down and grabbed the ball and took it. And she didn't have a chance to get it. As he's going away, she grabbed his right hand 
to pull at the ball, but the ball was in his left hand. Oh. So then she pulls his arm back, and it looks like he's giving the forearm shiver. But oh, if but you watch she it, it, if you watch it, his arm is really loose. It's so like she went totally like loose. she went like uh, Manu Ginobili on him. Well, people think that he's elbowing right. her, and that's, but it's th- that's totally not what like he's doing. A, like a savvy like a savvy post player, like a savvy European post player. <laughs> Right, no. where you where, you, where he, you lock the arms and then you go. But he, oh, they just pushed me. Oh, yeah, that's what she, that's was, what doing? she was doing. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Right. But but this guy, the, the, basically, the guy. Come, I'm shading it here, right. but this is what happened. I watched the thing a hundred million times. He just goes over, <laughs> gets the ball. Times. They barely touched, and then he walks away with the ball. This guy gets shamed on social media. Everybody calls him a piece of crap. Uh-huh. He's the worst human in the history of the world because uh-huh. he got a ball that this old lady dropped, yeah. and she didn't get it. Uh-huh. And I don't understand how we can live in a society where on one hand, we're looking at superhero movies and we're saying, you know what? You didn't treat this woman character exactly like you treat the men character. <laughs> then we're like, oh, except when we were in a baseball game, you have to give every woman every, child. every ball that comes anywhere near them. You have to get, there's like special rules for women. Because the lady, she was saying that, right. um, she wasn't even saying that the age was an issue for her. She yeah. said, I'm a lady. He should have given me the ball because I'm a lady. Interesting. So, so here's here's the thing too is that it, it it might be less a reflection of a double standard and more of a reflection of just two distinct groups of people with two distinct groups of standards. Let me tell you, because baseball and I don't know if you saw the Chris Rock like uh, uh, just soliloquy on, on and 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 ripping up of of baseball a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago that came out. Did did you see that where he where he uh, just ripped like and basically like talked about what what why baseball is dying basically did did you catch that from chris rock no okay it was really good <clears throat> i recommend you watch it it's like a five minute just like evisceration of of you know you're complaining because you don't have any young viewers like um you're making a ton of money now but there's like zero african americans on the giants last year for example uh, who won the who won the world series etc so um he he was he was very it was very well put and i, I can't duplicate it here but um you have baseball over here that's kind of in this kind of conservative um traditionally um kind of older demographic right and then you have um i would argue fantasy or um uh, how how, did you uh, genre genre films and fans of those and i would say that you can have a lot of people who are fans of both but i would say it's 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 less it's less overlapped than than you think maybe, or, or it's, it's, it's less oh, than half man. overlapped. So what you're saying is I'm in the middle of this Zen diagram. Yeah. Venn, Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yeah, Zen. It can be Zen too. It's sure. Zen and Venn. It could be a, a two circle, both. two circle Venn diagram. Right. Yeah. And you have, you have your comic book fans or your, your, your fantasy fans over here, your baseball fans over here and your baseball fans, meaning people who go to baseball games consistently. Um, and you have two, basically two separate cultures within that in the comic book place, or the, I'm going to call it the comic book place. What, what do you want me to call that group of people? The comic book place. The comic. That's, what do you want me to call I that? I like that. I okay. like the, the comic com- book. Place. If you're over here in the say comic, it like that too. If you're over here in say the it. comic book place, yeah, there you go. Then, then you've grown up on progressive things happening in those comic books. Yeah. So, or 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 in that in those worlds. So you look at, for example, Star Trek. Right. Um, it, Star Trek has always been a reflection of women's kind of the women's movement on some level in terms of what the women actually do in the original Star Trek. About the original series, because well, wasn't so, wasn't Captain Kirk like, uh, you know, all of his Lahira, all right? Of, that was her name. Right. Lahira, I think is her name. Uhura. Uhura. Sorry. L- yeah, she was on there. But every Uhura, single so, but every but, single like right. yes, every it was single a reflection love interest. of the times, but it was a reflection of the times. Right. So like so. Yes, Ahura uh, uh, in the in the original ones. What did she do? She just talked because that's what like that was like what women did in the workforce, right? As time went on, the, <laughs> I, don't, listen, I don't know if I'm buying into this. Okay, I took a whole class on it in college, actually. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I'm buying into this. <laughs> I go like, ahead, though. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, over time in the different iterations of Star Trek, like the different yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. you went from having just one female on the bridge who all she did was repeat what the computer said to having a female who was the captain in a, in, in later episodes, sure, right? And sure. so over time. Star Trek, you know, people could say Star Trek was actually had had a female captain way before, you know, it's time even in terms of um, that being they're pushing the envelope that way. Okay. You didn't see, I see a lot what of you're saying. Females so the newer Star Wars, they're the pushing new, the envelope. They they're might pushing be. the envelope, I guess, on the older Star Wars, not necessarily in yeah. feminist issues, right. but like like 
uh, Uhura and Kirk and Star kissed. Trek. You're talking about Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uhura Star and, Trek. Yeah, because so I like, say wars. Yeah, whoops. Yeah, Trek and don't your get, star. don't hurt me. All of out your there. stars, Trek and wars. I guess I'm not as much in the comic book place as I thought I was. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, there, that they was kissed. the first interracial kiss on TV, right? We studied so all this that. stuff that's, in school. I get yeah, that. Yeah. That's kind of progressive thing. Totally. Okay, I'll and, buy into and, whatever and, you're selling. And in comic books, whatever you see, San Diego is selling. And in comics, which also books, includes nude portraits, Michelle, Michelle Goldwasser was the teacher of that class. She's she like she was a big trekkie. Did you trucker. take the nude the nude no, art class? No, when you were at UCSD. No, no, no. Okay. I asked my friend Bryce if he did, and he said he he. I think he was just joking. He said he did, but that's why he got a, a B or something like that. Because <laughs> he didn't do the nude. Yeah, that's what he said. I think he was joking. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll make sure this this summer when I see him. Okay. But um. But even like in, and it's not necessarily in like the mainstream comics, right? Like in the mainstream comics that have been around for a really long time, you still do see like a pretty strong male character. Most of the time, you know, the Supermans with the saves Lois Lane, you know, and, and the, the Batmans and the, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the kind of more mainstream, uh, comics have that. But I, but I would argue that comics, especially since, you know, who that have come around since the eighties are probably a lot more, um, a lot more, uh, I guess, equal, or there, there's a lot more equality in terms of gender. Gen- if, if you looked at it kind of as a whole, now you could point to specific ones, whatever. So, so you have this universe over here that is used to that. And I think when you start to use, or, or when you start to see some of the old comics being brought back up, um, people want to see them reimagined or some or something. I, I don't know how they want the Avengers reimagined with you know maybe more female characters or Black Widow having maybe more power. I don't you know I don't know what what they want from it. Um, but I, I think, think it's a, want, I think it's an interesting they want cultural less cheesecake uh, outfits, and they yeah. want um, they want women to not be in in, in peril as much. You know right. uh, they you know they want equal treatment. And I get it. And you know what? In the comic world, it's not. It's really not. It's it's still more male dominated. I think from creators' perspective, from storyline perspective, the male so characters have the better right. storylines. I mean, okay. it's true. Okay, it's 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 gone a long way from the '60s and '70s right. to now. Right. Uh, and and there's there's a lot of good going on, but there still needs to be more change. And I get that's how it happens. I get that change happens because people bring it up. There's a group that says, "Hey, you're not representing me in the comics." And if there's more sure. girls who are into comics and they're like, "Hey, this doesn't represent me or this doesn't reflect me. I want something that reflects me." I get totally get that. And mm-hmm. I get the idea of saying like, "Oh, I'm going to these movies and I want these movies to be more like me or something I would enjoy." Uh, I get that. The only thing I don't get is. The, the the other side of it where it's like oh well also you need to give every old woman a baseball like if it goes near them Interesting. and like and i even brought it up on facebook with somebody i'm like it's getting to the point where if you're a guy and you go to a baseball game you can't catch you a can't foul ball get a ball right to un- keep you can't get a ball unless the person next to you is at least your height weight age and and size so like if you're a guy you better go to a baseball game with everybody else who is exactly the same dimensions of you or if you get the ball like you're gonna be villainized on or like a lot of on better, youtube or like a lot of better looking adults than you are <laughs> you know what i mean like like yeah. that's that's yeah you i think I if you're the big ogre in the in the group but you go with a bunch of good looking friends oh, you can you're allowed to steal the ball from them yeah why not okay yeah, i don't well, know. let me know when i don't you know. want to go to baseball game sometime yeah, i'll I let don't. you get the ball i don't know oh thanks thanks shady yeah that's a good one good one <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I think culturally at a baseball game, there are certain cultural standards and, in and, and, and those standards are, are maybe more, let, I guess, less easily changed than somebody just deciding that a, a female is going to have a more important role in a movie or a different kind of a role in a movie that's easily changed, I think on some level. Um, and that's kind of the low hanging fruit that maybe people are trying to go for. Yeah. I think you're right though, that, that I cross into some weird cross section. I feel because, like I do too. I mean, because, like I always say I was in the pet band in college and uh-huh. like, I was like a, you know, played intramural sports a ton and I was a sports nerd and, and wrote for the paper too, for sports. Like there's, there's some weird inter- intersections there. I think that it's one of the reasons why maybe we get along. I don't know. We get along. Yeah. Why, why? I think you're making a big leap there. Was, was that a, <laughs> did, I, did I, did I, did I take a jump? Did I, did I, too soon, JD? Too no, soon? we get okay. along. We get um, along. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I think that's it's a, a good, a, a good, interesting idea. I didn't yeah. think about that. I was outraged. I'm like, what? How is this guy being villainized? And then we're, t- on the other hand, we're talking about feminism in movies. Yeah. And it's too, se- I mean, it's, it's separate arguments or whatever, I, I guess. guess but, but sorry, granny, you barely got touched. The ball <laughs> went away from you. You had a chance to grab it. It went in your glove and out of your glove. Okay. When it goes in your glove and out of your glove, you lose it. If you were a guy, 
that guy didn't do anything to you. If that had been a man, even a 60-year-old man, we wouldn't even have heard about that. Sorry, Granny. Yeah. So okay. I'm for equality. Yeah. And you know what? You had an equal shot at grabbing it. You didn't grab it. That was your chance. Okay. JD Scroggin has spoken. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move to Slow News Day. All right. Because while, while Granny's catching fly balls... Um, is news it's not or not catching five balls is news it's it's not news in slow and um we thought about talking about the oil spill today but there's enough coverage of that on the tribune and ksby and all the news stations there was an oil spill news news flash though if you haven't heard about it it made national news yeah it was on tonight when right before you got here um lester holt and miguel amaguer was in the air for nbc news it was very exciting but they were showing it wasn't exciting because they were showing like dolphins and stuff close by like playing it's not good man It's It's like, I mean, that's like Island of the Blue Dolphins territory. You know what I mean? In terms of if you've ever read that book, if you're from California, you've probably read that book. Sounds vaguely familiar. In like fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where like the the native girl lives out on the island and like, anyway. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You can do your, you can do the the plot summary if you want. (laughs) The summary. No, no, I'm good. Um, But in San Luis Obispo, there's some random stuff going on. and, And one thing is that the police chief in San Luis Obispo, who was placed on administrative leave, I believe uh, last week or the week before, uh, there's a story today in the Tribune that says that he will not be back. He's he's not going to be the police chief in San Luis Obispo anymore. And so um, that was weird, right? It was really weird. Did you see the leaked email or whatever that he sent? Uh-uh. Oh, you got to check that out then before we go ahead. You <coughs> tell your say? part, and I'll look up the email. I'll you look, tell I'll your part. Oh, well, you tell so, your part. I'll so look it up said, the email. Um, you know, um, basically the story says that uh, Steve is it Gessel or Jessel? Gessel. I'm going to say Gessel. I thought uh, it was Gazelle, but okay. maybe Steve I'm Gazelle. wrong. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Um, yeah. What do you think? He was placed on administrative leave. You May called 8th. the co- you live in slow and you called the cops one time. I you call have the cops more, all the time. On see, you have way more contact with them than I do. So the city manager, uh, Katie Lichtig, uh, or Lichtig said um, to reach peak performance, the city manager and police chief need to be in complete alignment, and they have fundamental differences about the roles and responsibilities of the police chief that interfered with their ability to effectively communicate. And so uh, he's not going to be the police chief anymore. And so. It'll be really interesting to maybe hear the the fallout about why. Um, I think, you know, it's interesting that it came on the back end of um, a lot of, you know, a few things that about San Luis Obispo that have made, you know, news lately, including uh, the St. Fratty's Day that happened recently. I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not going to connect the two, but that was one, you know, uh, big news item that the, that the police were involved in, that there were only like two guys down there the whole time. Um, you know, it could be that, that somebody got some criticism for that. I don't know. Um, I could see that being, uh, something that, that people ask the police chief about and, and are mad at him for not being more on top of. Um, I know that in San Luis Obispo, um, how do I put it? Like, uh, I was trying to put it like, it doesn't seem like being the police chief in San Luis Obispo compared to other cities, like even a Tascadero or, or, or Paso Robles or Santa Barbara even would be. You know that that gosh, it seems like it would be a pretty good job to have to me, JD. Don't I mean right? It, as police chief, jobs go. It, it, you're saying because it's cush because there's no crime. I'm not saying there's no crime. I'm saying there's a very specific kind of crime in San Luis Obispo. And generally. It's not violent in nature most of the time. When, or w- w- it's not the murder capital of the world is what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's not San Pedro Sula, Honduras. Yeah, I mean that's one way to put it. Yeah, I mean you see you see stuff happen in slow, and I guess. Um, there's kind of a hot fuzz element to this to this too in the slow police department. You, you've seen Hot Fuzz, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Simon Pegg. It's a great movie. Totally. But there's kind of a hot fuzz element to San Luis Obispo Police to me. Well, um, I don't know, man. There's like some pretty hardcore geese down there at the at the lake. The <laughs> cops need to get on that. Right. And like and like uh was that Pierce no it wasn't. Have you Pierce ever Brosnan. driven over there? Laguna Lake? Yeah, I walk over there all the okay, time. Okay, there's like these geese, I, was walking I swear there to God, they're like five feet tall. Yes. They stand in the middle of the road, and if you go near them, they just stare you down like, what are you going to do about Even it? Even when like, I have my dog, they're like, bring it. They're like, they look like, they're like I weigh more than your dog. Remember like, uh, what they was that? cock their head like on Friday. <laughs> no, they're like, r- remember? Like, like Ice Cube and Yeah, Friday, exactly. Like, remember the movie, the, not the movie, the music video for Still DRE with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? And there's this one point where Snoop goes... <laughs> and he does like the little crip sign or whatever and he like makes a sign like, like crazy yeah. eyes at the camera yeah that's what the geese look like yeah. they're like crazy snoop dog eyes what i'm saying is that san luis obispo police don't do in my opinion and gosh i've lived in slow now in the actual city for under 10 years but um in how they deal with complaints and things that happen with students 
it seems to me that they don't really have a very proactive approach about all that. And um, I don't know if that's part of the deal, if it has anything to do with students or if it's about completely other things. I know Cal Coast News kind of thought they broke some stuff about him not paying for some trips um, or him him getting some trips paid for for him and his wife or something like that. And 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 that's all, you know, gosh, I'm, I'm usually kind of critical of Cal Coast News, but if, you know, if that's actually a big part of that, then then good for them for, you know, for doing a little bit of investigation that way. Um, and, uh, and, and finding, you know, that information that, that actually did lead to some kind of a change. That's that, you know, that's gotta be a feather in their cap if that actually happens, you know, kind of despite the way that some of their stories are written, um, you know, I'd say good for them. Um, in terms of being in San Luis Obispo though, JD, like it doesn't seem to me that it should be that difficult and that, um, and, and I just, I, I always, I'm always just kind of scratching my head in terms of, what the conclusions that people come to are. When I had my car uh, try to be broken into, this guy was elbowing my truck's window, trying to break it uh, at about 5 a.m. one morning, five or six in the morning. And I woke up and I uh, ran out there and told him to get away. And he was, he looked kind of, you know, disheveled and, and kind of all over the place. And I, you know, we called the cops and they couldn't, they said they couldn't find him, number one. Number two, they found my gate open to the side of my, to, to like my side yard. And then they said, oh, it was probably just some drunk college kid. And um, and that kind of an attitude of it's probably some drunk college kid is a dangerous one to have. And um, and kind of that kind of, you know, I, I know they have to have kind of a kids will be kids attitude and not, you know, um, try to enforce every little thing that a student does. But man, that seems that seems I don't know. I, I, it didn't it didn't leave me feeling awesome. Are you there still, J.D.? I'm trying to look up this email because there was a leaked email and I can't remember who reported it. It was either slow San Luisville.com or KSPY and I can't find it now. I wish I had bookmarked it or something because I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but it seemed real crazy because it was, he is part of some like leadership San Luis Obispo group or something. And one of the, the people who was in the group emailed him and like, what's going on? And he actually gave a little bit of insider info, you know, nothing crazy, but I mean, he hadn't commented at all. Um, until that that email came out and he actually you know he sounded smart like what he was saying um, he was kind of talking about uh, the 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 police chief the was process smart. sounded smart so- yeah he sounded well well reasoned i guess i'm not saying he's in the right i just don't know what he did to get busted in the first place or why he's in trouble so i can't say he's in the right i don't know but he All was right. basically explaining the reason he was on leave was because um his his contract was somehow protected and so, so they couldn't just can just, just him, can him they right, couldn't right just away. fire him and get him out of there they had to like right. negotiate terms and that's what they were doing and that's why nothing was really happening that's why he couldn't say whether he was going to stay or leave or they couldn't really say anything official at that point right right and the the calcos news was like gazelle lawyers up <laughs> um because you know that's what that is um, so it wasn't on the Tribune's website, you don't think? I don't remember where it was. Now I'm I'm looking for it, but I can't find it. I'm out, I've been out of the news too long, Owen. It's two months. Yeah, too you're long. you're well you're well removed. You're you may as well have never been there. Um, dang. So I'm looking in one other place, and we're not going to find it. So anyway, uh, but that was the gist of it. I, that's why I want to know what you I'm thought bummed. about. But if you didn't see it, I mean, whatever. I'm just bummed. Like, um, the the conclusions that they jump to quickly. Um, just haven't ever, haven't ever impressed me. And I guess slow is the only place that I've had this much interaction and involvement. With so you're police. glad he's gone. No, you're I'm like, not. we need fresh blood in there. Someone who's not going to just blame every no, petty no, no. crime on drunk college well, kids. He wasn't the one that did that. Right. But like, you know, I, I just, I, I like the attitude of like, oh, so, and, and okay. So two days later after this guy did that, and after they blamed it on drunk college kids, I saw a picture in the paper of a guy who got arrested for having meth and a ton of stuff that he stole out of cars. So so Guess it what? wasn't a drunk college kid. No, it was kid. a meth they head. They just didn't want to investigate. It was, it was lazy bumps, man. It was a meth head, okay? And it probably was. It probably no, was no, it that was. meth head. It was that meth head. I recognized him. Oh, you And I called them the and picture. told them, and they're, they'd be like, oh, okay, we'll put it in the file. Whatever. I, I'm sure it never went in the file. Yeah. But, you know, the point The point is that, like, that kind of stuff doesn't make me feel more secure, and that's what the police should probably do. I'm not a big, like, police basher. Like, I have lots of friends who are in law enforcement, and I think... Uh, their job is like the hard, it's the hardest job in the world, um, uh, you know, or, or amongst the hardest jobs in the world. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I think the interaction wise, it's obviously hard to do well, even if you're in a town with low crime rate. 
it's 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 impossible to do well. I just I, I and 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 so I guess I respect the ones who do do it well, and and I respect the ones who don't, because I know that, you know I know what they I I I have an idea about what they what they're up against on a daily basis. But and this sounds like me backtracking, but I'm just saying like that that's so wishy washy. I'm I'm pretty wishy washy, dude. It's bullcrap. You've been talking here for like 10 minutes straight. That's because so. you've been looking down at your phone. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you're talking in circles. Talk yourself into a strong stance here. You want him in or you want him out? I don't know him well enough. I just know that the police department, I hope, makes some changes based on his yeah. change. I, I think, I hope that their, the attitude sometimes can change with a with a law-abiding citizen like myself. Isn't um, it weird, dude? Didn't like the some orchestra guy get like forced out too in slow? Is that what happened? The Philharmonic or whatever? I, I wasn't sure if what happened with that. I saw the headline that he was leaving, but I, did yeah, he get got, forced out? Yes. There was like a letter to the editor. Like there a was letter like protests going on. Like the violin, the string section is like uh, uh, protesting. If he leaves, they leave. It's like, it's, oh it's just as crazy as the police situation. But there's not enough, there's not enough good violinists in Slow County to probably like be like, fine, see ya. Like they just won't have any violins then. <laughs> Because slow's not that big. Um, but you can't have an orchestra with no violins. So you can have a police department without a chief. Well, they have an interim chief now. So let's um let's move to what's crapping in because you were pretty excited about your what's crapping in today. And I'm yeah. interested to hear about it. Well, I told you earlier that my investigative skills have gone downhill since yeah. I've left the news industry. But as an investigatory journalist, I can still find good what's crapping in stories. That is for sure. So what's crapping in, JD? Okay, so this story, like this, you, you've heard the term uh, party pooper? Yes, as in Flula has a really funny um, uh, video about party pooper. Yes. What does this mean? She poop at parties? Yes. How, how, do, how do you know this? Yeah. Flula, by the way, is a breakout star from Pitch Perfect, uh, from too. Pitch Perfect 2. I have some coworkers who were telling me about the movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I have a podcast and, uh, you know, we we have authorized use of uh, a Flula song. And, uh, you know, one of my buddies who does the podcast with me uh, has actually had contact with him. Like email contact yeah. with him or, or his With people. him or his handlers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was trying to name drop, but it was really, really awkward. And yeah. she's like, oh, who's that? I'm like the German guy. She's like, oh, my God, he's hilarious. He was so funny. He was like the breakout star of the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but apparently he's getting rave reviews. When I went and saw Mad Max uh, on Fury Road, um, the Pitch Perfect line was like to the top of the stairs at Downtown Center on Friday, last Friday night. Wow. At 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 nine, there were two Pitch Perfect shows. There was 945 and 10 o'clock. Yes. And the line was all the way up to the top of the stairs and the 945 was sold out. Flula. Milkman. (laughs) Body Body times. Yes. So you've heard of the term party pooper? I have. Tell this, me more. This is party pooping, like the literal sense of the word, total flula uh-oh, uh-oh, video. Check uh-oh. this out. The headline is, Sweet 16 Party Ruined by Poop Rain. So I guess it's also, remember uh, Tay Zonde? Chocolate Rain. Or, this was like the, or, the, or the song from probably our like uh, high school or college years called Candy Rain. Yes. This Do was not Candy Rain. This was, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was Chocolate Rain, though. You remember that song? Yeah. Chocolate rain. Sometimes poop comes down at your 16. Chocolate rain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That This is what happened. Tell me more. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, God. Sweet 16 party. Yeah. Chocolate rain. What happened? <laughs> well, let me tell you this, though. Like, why, this just happened at a regular old Sweet 16 party. Why couldn't this have happened at, like... Like my super sweet 16, like on MTV, you know, the spoiled girls that have the super sweet 16 <laughs> to spend like 20 grand on. The yeah. Party. They'll spend like 20 grand. Like you didn't get me the car I wanted, you yeah, know, and they, yeah. and they pout about yeah, it. Uh-huh. Like, cause they, they got like a $30,000 luxury car Instead or whatever. 40, like 40, yeah. yeah. And exactly. And they're like, ah, it doesn't have the options. The trim level is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Those, those girls, they need <clears throat> poop rain on their parade. Yep. I agree. Um, so anyways, this is a uh, dateline. Well, actually, I don't know what the dateline is, but this is from New York Magazine, nymag.com that I'm reading. I believe this is in Philly. Okay. Yeah, it's in Philadelphia. Sounds about right. Okay. West Philadelphia, born and raised. On a playground is where I spent most of my days. Okay. So when you plan, it says here, I'm going to read verbatim. When you plan your sweet 16 as a teenage girl, there are several things you worry about (laughs) possibly ruining the party. For example, your crush won't show up and you won't get all the presents you want. Or that your parents will embarrass you by enforcing the, quote, no grinding rule. Uh-oh, no grinding. Anyways, unfortunately for Philadelphia area teen named Jacinda, her Sweet 16 party 
Pooper was literal poop. Uh, My Fox Philly reports that human waste rained down from the sky <laughs> oh my God. just after Jacinda blew out the candles on her cake. Oh my God! <laughs> so, what are you gonna you gonna periscope? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So Jacinda. Yes. So, <laughs> are you starting periscope now? No, Should no, I be just, aware? Just keep going. Okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me find one where I stop. Coded to guess. Okay. All right. Human waste rained down from the sky <laughs> just after Jacinda blew out the candles on her cake. So can you, are you can you picture that? You, what did you do at your sixteen year old birthday party? Did you have a party when you're sixteen? Or guys don't do that, right? What did I do when I turned sixteen? What would I have been a sophomore in high school? Somewhere around there. End of my sophomore year. I don't think I had a party. So my my I feel like so that year I was on a JV basketball team that went undefeated and then a JV baseball team that went undefeated. And so I was in the middle of like not losing in sports for a little while. And um and I feel like probably May second is like around baseball season, like the middle end of baseball season. So I probably had like a baseball game that day. I'm pretty sure I took my driver's test like a couple of days later. Like I was totally, you're totally focused, at least in our generation, I think, um, on getting that driver's test done and like getting into a, you know, getting to drive and, and being able to have that freedom. So I feel like probably, I mean, I probably had like a couple people over at my house maybe, but I would imagine I came into San Luis. Okay. So short answer. No, no, long not, answer. No. All that garbage that you just said. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yes. So no. But like, okay, I don't think I had a sweet 16 party. I, I, I don't know how to sour 616 probably. I didn't do anything. But can you imagine you're sitting there, you're ready to blow out your candles and you're like, the the candles are all lit and you're like, <gasps> and right before you do, like a drop of poop like lands, like it blows out one candle. Like, <laughs> then all of a sudden there's 15 so, candles. And you're like, what in the heck was that? So you go to blow out another one and like, one of the people. And then another candle is gone. And it's just like the little, you see the little smoke coming up a little bit. And it kind of, it's a little stinky. So I just have to say, uh, Chris, it would kind of smell Chris, a little bit. Kristen, hey, Kristen, um, is one of the people who joined. She's somebody I know on Periscope. What's going on? Uh, you said hi to JD. Uh, this is a, a segment called What's Crappin'? In? And so uh, JD's describing somebody's sweet 16. We're party. halfway through it, dude. I know. If, okay. if anyone's listening to the podcast, we're like, hello, bozos. I've been listening to you for 20 minutes already. Go ahead. Con- continue. All right. Kristen, this is for you. So sweet six. Let me get, well, let me catch up where I was. So imagine you're sitting there. You think it would have been like one at a time. That's would have been the the movie version. Right. It wouldn't have been just like one huge dump right on the on the cake and like. Right. Like there goes the frosting. That would have been gross. Yeah. Well, if it was a chocolate cake. Continue. You think it was a chocolate cake or like a a vanilla frosting cake? I I have no idea, JD. Red velvet. I bet it was pink. It was like Madonna and pink. pink. Pink uh, icing. I wonder what color the human excrement was. <laughs> it must have been brown. Chocolate rain. This is so embarrassing, but continue. Okay, so it says here, um, she blew out the candles on her cake. Right after she blew the candles on her cake, the, the, the human feces coated her guests and the rented canopy. Can you imagine if this was a sweet 16 for somebody you knew? Oh, my God. I wish I would had been at this party. I would have immediately started periscoping. I would have been. I would have had my phone out, taking <laughs> camera, video, pictures, but, everything. But you'd never be able to use your phone this, again. <laughs> I don't care. I would have, it would have been disposable. I would have gotten another one off eBay. Fair I enough. don't care. It would okay. have been worth it. This would be on YouTube. If so I it got all over everybody. Where did it come from, JD? Uh, it says here the family believes it's because there's no like I guess they never got to the bottom of it like nobody's taking credit like there's how no you, there's no ISIS out there being like yes never, we rained down poop on so this there's not like a six, pipe sweet sixteen so party. it wasn't like a pipe that burst no it didn't come from the ground it came no, no, from I mean, the sky there could be a oh it was an outside party yeah <laughs> and so uh, her family believes that the waste came from planes that were flying overhead and may yeah. have improperly disposed of the aircraft's bathroom contents. So I the, here's a question. I wonder how often this actually happens, right? Where like somebody leaves it open and then when people start using the restroom on the plane, like out it comes when they flush. I always wonder about that because they're not supposed to let it yeah. go out. But you hear about these huge icicles that like fall on things out of airplanes uh-huh. sometimes. Yes. And like, Remember Joe Dirt? You see the movie Joe Dirt? He finds a meteor yeah. and he's like, he's like, oh, meteor, you're going to be my best friend. And he's like taking the, he's like taking the French fries and, the, and, and dipping, dipping in the ketchup on the meteor and then eating it and stuff. And then the guy tells him 
later he's like oh this isn't a meteor it's just it's poop from an airplane or whatever and the guy he's telling the story to is like dude you were eating off of it oh that's disgusting yeah so this doesn't say it was meteor poop though like it was it wasn't rocks it was they they knew it was poop that was coming down right well there you go so hold on there's more there's okay. more so out of nowhere this is a quote from jacinda's dad it just says jacinda's dad he didn't use his real name <laughs> so her name is being smeared here jacinda but the dad is going nameless see what you did there he's smeared. anonymous mm-hmm. go ahead it's being smeared with skid marks uh-huh. uh out of nowhere quote he says from the sky comes a bunch of feces lands on her oh my god oh my god <laughs> i'm just trying to picture it landed on her. And you're outside. So I was picturing they were inside and like a pipe above them burst or something. No, no but we had a story like that, though. It was yeah, like Justin Timberlake's restaurant got re-piped by the plumbing and then it, and then, yeah, that, and then it burst poop. Yeah. That's disgusting. In so, Atlanta. So I wonder how much Jacinda's dad actually paid for this thing. Since it was outside, it wasn't in like a ballroom or whatever, right? Yeah. It wasn't my super sweet 16, but oh my God, I wouldn't it have been grand if they were filming an MTV, my super sweet 16 and that just rained down on everybody and yeah. to see the look on people's faces or they, or MTV also did like super quinceanera. Like they did that version right, too. Like right. the, that would have been fine too. Although yeah. I feel like the quinceanera girls were probably a little less spoiled than the you think super sweet. 16. I didn't see either of them. So I, I saw I, it's been a long time since I've seen either one, but I remember just having a bad taste in yeah. my mouth with the super sweet 16 and they would have had a really bad taste in their mouth had oh, poop yeah. been raining down on them oh my gosh um <laughs> wow that's that's quite a story and and i was picturing it inside the fact that it's outside is what i think makes it just incredible i just can't even fathom how that happens well i'm trying to picture it, it must have been some sort of liquid form because if it was yeah by the time like, it got there otherwise it, it would have frozen hurt her yeah, if it was frozen, it would have been like huge chunks Boom, of like right. smashing people. Like you'd have people down on the ground. It would right. be like Family Guy when they fall down in their <laughs> arms and legs like that. Like <clears throat> people would be injured and hurt. Like and there's no guy. injuries or hurt. It's just like poop right. on people. That's true. This is true. Um, so you think they knew what it was at first? I think. It How just long takes, does it take you to figure it out? It takes you like a solid four and a half seconds. I think maybe four and a half to eight seconds. Where you just go like, oh, it's raining. What? This is really weird. Oh, what, what? What? Oh, I think that's kind of the progression. It's like you think it's that quick. You think it's four seconds for me. If I was, if I was there, it would be for somebody else who's in the middle of their Have sweet you... sixteen. For somebody in the middle of their sweet sixteen, though, I think it might be longer. Actually, good point because because they're. If I'm just walking down the street, it you know it doesn't take me that long. I don't yeah. think because I have you ever been. I'm also kind of hyper vigilant though, so that's kind of my deal. Have you ever been like pooped on by a bird? Have you ever had a bird crap on you? On my, I feel like I was wearing like a jacket and it crapped on the sleeve of it. So it wasn't like okay. on me. On How me. long did it take you to realize that bird pooped on you? Not long because it was like the front of my sleeve as I was walking. And I I heard like I, I, I'm hyper vigilant for that kind of stuff. Does the fact that it's human poop like delay the reaction time? No, but the fact like, that oh, they're is outside. That a bird, is that bird poop? No, it's brown. Wait, it's brown? Wait, is that what rain? Is that? That's what I'm saying. Like... It, you go, is it rain? What? What? It's sunny outside. Oh, what? Wait, look, it's brown. Oh, th- like that's that would be the progression. It would just be a matter of time. Like, does she not realize that it's rain because it's it's sunny outside for a little while or whatever? Yeah, and I f- I'm picturing someone going like putting their finger, dipping it in. Like, what's this? Like putting near their oh, tongue right. or their nose. Right, right. Yeah, where did it come from? Yeah, because that's the first reaction is to try to use your senses to figure out what's yeah. going on. I wonder if anybody got pink eye. Dude, I don't even want to think about it. I think I'm done thinking. Well, about because it. the first thing you do when something hits you is you look up, right? You right. you immediately look like, well, where's this coming from? And then and then the poop gets in your yeah. eye, pink yeah. eye. Totally, totally. Right? I don't know, man. I'm not even. I'm I'm done thinking about it. I think. I'm sorry. That was a good poop news story, though. That was a good what's crap it in. You're tapping out. I'm tapping out of the what's I, as I, as I'm prone to do. In case you uh, listen to the Hurricane and Scroggs podcast, which is available on iTunes and Stitcher, um, you used to get a lot more disgusted. Now you're just like moving on. Yeah. yeah. Are you desensitized to poop now? I feel like I'm like I'm 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 always embarrassed when we do it. I'm always embarrassed by doing it. Why? I don't know. You think someone from work is going to be like Owen's talking about poop? I don't. I don't think it's that. I think it's just like it's. It's such a borderline topic, like as in terms of interest. Like, what are you talking know. about? It's people are the most interested in that segment. Yeah, we need to have the poop office people. Where Has anyone at? said anything on Periscope? Hi, Periscope people. Are you still listening? Do you want to say hi? Say hi to JD. Well, has there been any Periscope comment about the? No, no one said anything. Not a lot of things. How many people are on? Trace. 
We always get three, right? Know, it seems yeah. like there's always there three. There was like eight at one point. Um, oh, man. So we lost yeah. them. We had eight and then we lost well, them. Well, yeah, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Okay. Um, so Chocolate rain. We should have done that more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I know this is going to be a little bit of a short uh, podcast today. The last thing I wanted to do. Um, and Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Owen's media recommenda- recommendations. Or Oh Knows. Oh Knows. Or uh, what are we going to say about Maynard? What are we going to say? like Good stuff, Maynard. Yeah, well, it's going to be called one of those. And maybe it just always will be called all three. Um, and that is that I wanted to recommend, if you don't already listen to it, um, the Nerdist podcast is a good podcast to listen to. It's pretty popular. They've done like 600 and something or 700 and something of them. Uh, it's the guy who hosts the show that's called At Midnight on Comedy Central. Chris Hardwick is the is the Nerdist guy. Uh, it does a really good job. He had this week, um, ooh, is that Damien? Oh man, if that's Damien, I'm gonna be in trouble. Uh, he had a show this week from, that with Dexter Holland from The Offspring. Dexter Holland uh, is uh, one of the singers on The Offspring, and um, he was really, really interesting as a guest. He's yeah. getting his PhD in microbiology from USC right now. Highly recommend is that, is that Fly for a White Guy, Offspring? It's like got to keep him separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Self-esteem. Okay. Yeah. Like right. I'm just clearing it up in case there's any confusion. Yeah, the offspring from Orange County. Not everyone knows everyone. I'm okay. just wanted yeah. to put it out there. Yeah. So, and he's also like apparently a, a commercial pilot, and he does. Um, Do you want me to hold that for you, if you want? Is it on you or me? It's on. If you turn it around, it'll be on me. There you go. Whoop. He's also a commercial pilot, and he has his own hot hot sauce, and um, he talks a little bit about. He doesn't have to be that close. Okay, Um, so I recommend checking that out. You can find, just like uh, the Nerdist podcast, you can find ours on iTunes and Stitcher. And unlike the Nerdist podcast, you can find our podcast on fansmanship.com. You can find J.D. Scroggin on Twitter if you want to. At J.D. Scroggin. Super complicated. And you can find me on Twitter at fansmanship. And so, uh, J.D., thanks for a good podcast today. That's it? You're not going to say anything else about the Nerdist? Say at least one comment about how this dude from The Offspring is like a a, a renaissance man. He's he's studying how RNA... Say why you don't think that a musician that makes that kind of music should be as smart as this guy is because that's why you're mentioning it because you're mentioning yeah, it because you don't you think, think about it well there's a i mean it's his, crazy that he's that smart so his band partner because he he did he played his, bass or whatever on fly for a white guy his and no, you're like what fly for a white guy. What? i love how that's how your, can this guy I love how also, that's your offspring example. how can this guy also, i love how that's your offspring that's their example. most like famous song no 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 what's no. their most favorite song self-esteem famous. or um keep them separated no Fly for a white guy culturally had the most impact. No. Yes. No. Yes. I disagree about that. You're wrong. Vehemently. Um, okay, sing sing the other two. It's really hard to sing theirs. Sing hey, the yo, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Which one is that? Yeah. Uh, self-esteem. Okay, yeah, that's definitely not as not as widespread as Do you know that one though? No. Seriously? I, not the way you sang it at least gotta keep them separate okay i remember that one yeah that was when i was in like middle school or high school i remember that yeah, like mid 90s but yeah. that definitely did not have the same that had cultural sp- impact splash. in san Luis obispo county okay but it didn't did. have the same splash maybe, maybe that you weren't bumping to the offspring Worldwide. in fresno but no, 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 in san Luis obispo county it didn't have as big a splash that song keep them separated as fly for a white guy fly for a white guy is probably the worst song on the album americana okay i'm not saying it's a good song i'm saying it's well known okay so so the thing that is really interesting is that he was in uh, graduate school for microbiology at the time that the offspring like blew up Dexter Holland, but his bandmate Noodles was a janitor. <laughs> okay, so like so that's what you expect. You're you like, expect, oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, Noodles dude was from a janitor. The offspring is a janitor. But right. then if I tell you, dude from the offspring is a rocket scientist, you're like, what? Right, and he's basically like, how um, dare you? He's working on on mapping AIDS RNA, which is like small DNA. He explained it in there. It was pretty good. And, and he's also just kind of like a dude. He sounds like a guy from Blink-182 when he talks. Like, he's from Orange County. He's just a bro. So now it's people from Orange County. Yeah, he's a total be, bro. Can't be smart. Not when you sound like a total bro. But he is. He's awesome. You don't expect it, but he's awesome. And I'm sure there's lots of bros that are. Yeah. And he was on the Nerdist stuff. podcast? Yeah, Nerdist. Dude, did you see John Hackleman was on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast? I didn't see that. How that's was that? Some, that's some slow news day there for you. <laughs> Who is John Hackleman? 
You don't know who John Hackleman is? Uh-uh. He's uh, Chuck Liddell's uh, trainer. Oh, okay. There you go. He uh, Yeah, which makes sense he's now. He's down there at the pit. Because Joe Rogan does uh, UFC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he went on that part. That's a well-known podcast. And that's a slow county guy right there. Yeah, Joe Rogan's probably like top 10 podcast all the time. Yeah. he's He gets a lot of downloads. Almost as good as us, probably. Yeah. Um, How many downloads do we get? You uh, haven't updated me on the stats. I'll update you after we're done here. Did it stop? Yep. With me making that face? Yes. Amazing. Oh, there we are. Are we there still? Okay, good. Now we see you. All right, so we're going to go ahead and uh, bust this one off. We're going to break this one off. Thanks for staying with us, Kristen and others. Um, Thanks for giving us two hearts, Kristen. If you want to give us a lot more, that would make us super popular. If you just tap the screen a bunch of times, I don't know. Uh, And if not, that's okay too. Hope everybody's good. Um, Thanks for listening. You can find me at Fansmanship on Twitter. Uh, You can find JD at JD Scroggin on Twitter. Uh, and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. Talk to you next time. Wick, wick, whack. At 10 a.m. I kick it up with a tuna shake and a Molotov. I pop big pills of ammonia. Turn on a marathon and a Gamodia. Wax my deck, bleach my pits. Give myself epileptic fits. You know what? Custom trucks compress my feet. Yes. Free game checklist now complete. Ha. Tweet some tweets, blog some blogs. All while mobbing on my holy shit. Hit the store for Pony Essentials. Scented candles and damn stentils. Fashionably late? Ha. I'm never tardy. Cause guess what, bitches? This is how I party. So I keep going I give a lap dance to leave from these towing Then it's time for indoor soccer With the lights off in the storage locker Next safe sex, no STDs oh, yes. Gotta keep it on lockdown Banker, please Sit in a koozie till we get pruny Rehearse lines from films with George Clooney Spiel my head with macaroni and cheese Then I get it licked off by my Maltese oh, yes. I fill my fish tank with pure Bacardi Cause guess what, fishes? This is how I party